What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the broadcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Welcome to the show, everybody. How's it going? We're back from spring break. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> some, some of us more uh, tanned and energized than others. It's a one word that people do not usually use to describe me. <laughs> Sun-kissed. Which one? Tan Happy, or energized? Exuberant, energized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not a uh, tan, <laughs> but, but hopefully not burned either. I use a shit ton of sunscreen. No, you don't look burned. Mm-mm. No, no, I did good. Yay! Do you do hats when you're hiking? Not always, but like for something like this, where it was like very clear that we were going to be in the sun for a long time. Yeah, it's like yeah, gotta pr- gotta protect that noggin because I can't put sunscreen underneath my hair so yeah right i mean you could but then the grief factor and it's just gross it's not a cute look no it's not a cute look i really wanted a cowboy hat but i was like am i really gonna spend extra money for something that i don't need just for style points like i'll get it later it's it's fine it's fine i don't have to have my stetson in the park (laughs) stetson in the park (laughs) That sounds like yeah. a soap opera. Yeah, let's write it. Yeah. <laughs> Broadcast players present. Stetson in, Stetson the, park. in the park. Stetson in the park. To be premiered. A Western soap opera. Yeah, to be premiered at Told next year's Raleigh Meetup. <laughs> Perfect. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mention how to start a show, but we are in season three, episode 38 number 128 we are marching right along to our season two finale season three season three finale (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) usually i get the 128 and say usually i get that wrong (laughs) well gave me pause i was like i thought we did three seasons has it really only been two we need to yeah we need to start planning (laughs) uh we need to start planning our third birthday party Right? Fourth? Fourth birthday party. Oh my God, numbers are killing me tonight. (laughs) 
We're that ah! old. We're we're lying about our age. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We've passed that cougar age, so now yep. three. Three is gonna be the the birthday. We just we celebrate a couple years of three. Exactly. Three years of three, because it's three T's, three threes. Um <laughs> but holy crap, yeah. Third birthday. Fourth birthday party. I did it again. <laughs> Let's just skip yeah. over the fourth birthday and go right on to the fifth birthday. Oh, no, don't rush the time. I, you know, I want to keep our girlish figure. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, so we got to start planning that. Let's all mark it on our calendars right now. <laughs> Here's your save the date, everybody. Our birthday would be Friday, June 14th. So do we want to do it on June 11th or June 18th to celebrate? Hmm. Well, I could do either. Okay. I and I guess worse, we could also do the 13th, right, the day before our birthday as well. True. I suppose we could. Oh, oh, hi. Okay. So... Maybe save the date for at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put it in my calendar, but now I have three possible dates. So. Yeah. <laughs> 11th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th. Who knows? Well, let's tentatively say uh, Tuesday, June 11th then. Deal. Okay. Awesome. All right. Deal. Save the date, everybody. I know that that is a full two months out, but we like to be prepared here. It's true. In, yeah, I put this on my list. That's I need to deal. check it off. So check. <laughs> All right. It's in the calendar. Woohoo. Esther, I should probably do it too. Hold on. <laughs> Talk Hold on. That Tuesday night that we record every Tuesday. <laughs> I do. I have it as a reoccurring thing in the, the schedule. But this Aww. one I'll make, I don't know, I'll make this one special or something. Oh, my God. So it will be our 137th episode. Really? So not quite. No, 135th. 135? Yeah, mm. it'd be 135. I also almost wrote live fourth body. And I'm also <laughs> realizing I'm putting this into my... Um, Work calendar? My therapy appointment, no. not into our recording. <laughs> so let's just back out of that. Calendars uh, are hard, guys. Oh, 128 plus nine. I'm still trying to figure out this math. Okay. <laughs> um, yay. Birthdays. Oh, I okay. I got one more thing for birthdays, and then I've got nothing. Then we're going to talk to Shandy about her spring break stuff because yeah. it's awesome. Okay. So um, as you know. I like to do birthday things. So <laughs> I wanted to see if I could get Danny to do another drawing for us. And I wasn't going to tell you guys, but then I realized there was literally no way I could do this in secret because I needed to involve the listeners. And I okay. want to do like an actual comic strip, like, you know, four panels or something. But I need the listeners to give me suggestions of the past year in Broaddom. What story would you tell in this like four panel that we got Ooh, mm. yeah so i put that out there in all sincerity like it will not it probably won't be feedback that we like read on the show or anything like you just get it directly back from me but if you could let me know anybody has any ideas um you can either send it to my facebook messenger or post it on the facebook page underneath or um Send it to the broadcasters3 at gmail.com or if you know me and want to text it to me, whatever. I'm going to put that out there because 
I am horrible at those ideas. I'm not like as much of an idea person as I'm the person you give the idea to and then I execute it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, I am putting the call out there. Uh, please, it takes a village to be a broad story. So <laughs> <laughs> I love this, though. I think this is a great idea. Yeah. And you guys have to promise that if somebody sends you to the broadcaster's email, you won't open it so it can still – that part can stay a surprise. Oh. It's going to be really hard. You know how often I check that email. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty um, compulsive. Yeah. yeah. I will archive it really quick. <laughs> Shandy, on your honor. On my honor. And honestly, I don't really understand how the archiving system works, so it's all good. Fantastic. I won't find okay, it. Good. Okay, moving on. Spring break, Grand Canyon, go! Spring break. Oh my god, it was so much fun. So, where to even begin? I don't know. Like the, I mean, so we went to Joshua Tree, which is my first time there, and then we went to Grand Canyon. And then we went like very briefly to Death Valley, kind of on the way back. Um, but obviously, like Grand Canyon was the thing that I was the most excited about. That like was sort of like the the thing that I built the trip around. Um, and it was really cool to see uh, Joshua tree. And it was nice to be back in death, Ca- death, death Valley, death Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you didn't go there. That sounds super scary. Well, we can talk. There was some feedback about that. So um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we will. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I grouped it together in the outline <laughs> before the facey back. Look at that. But, um, yeah, no, but I could have honestly just stayed the whole time at the Grand Canyon. It was so awesome. And I really want to go back. And anyway, like, just amazing. So the hike down was just gorgeous. Yeah. And it was honestly, like, the hike down, I know everyone always talks about, like, how, you know, going downhill is hard on your knees. And, like, that. The, we took the South Kaibab Trail down, and it's, like, pretty steep. Um, I was, like, downhill. Like, I love running downhill. Everyone always says the contrary, but for me, it's always fine. Eh, yeah, this was this was rough. Like by the by the last couple of miles, um, I think I also just like with you know twenty so some pounds of weight on our backs. Um, by the end of it, it was tiring. But then, yeah. like once we got there, the um, we camped two nights at um, Bright Angel Campground and got all our meals at Phantom Ranch, and like just like life down there was just. It was just awesome because like no cell service, no, no connection at all. No, nothing like no, you know, entertainment. Um, There was Ranger Kate who like lives down there and she had some programs. And so we like went to, we went to all of her programs while we were there. One was about snakes and one was about like geology and um, just like, you know, various park service topics. And then just like hiked a lot. And that, that was like kind of all that you could do down there, but that was all you needed to do. It was really, really, really nice. The meals though were really fun. Like there was the, the, the beautifulness of the Canyon was just like breathtaking yeah. and just like the hiking was amazing, but then also the people were really cool. And like, that was a sort of unexpected part of it um, for me. So like we stayed at Bright Angel Lodge and then you have to, if you're going down South Kaibab, you have to take a shuttle to get there. And so we're on the shuttle and basically like everyone that you're on the shuttle with is hiking down also. And most of them are probably staying at least one or two nights. So like 
you like talk to people in the shuttle and then you kind of, you like see them on the hike down, like here and there, you know, you're not always going the same pace, but, um, or you see them at the end. Um, Cause at Phantom Ranch, then like at the end, like we, once we set up camp, we like went there for a beer, yeah. uh, which was nice. Like you do have a little bit of comfort in that regard down there. Um, but then we, since we took all our meals there, they do it family style. And so um, oh. there are like five like long tables and like your name's on the list. Cause you have to, you know, reserve in advance. But when it's like mealtime, then they'll tell you like, okay, so you're party of two, like you guys are at table three. And so you're at table three like and like cruise. you're, you know, next to like people that you don't know, or maybe recognize from the trail or whatever. And so you talk to them during the meal and yeah. it was like that for so all the like- meals. Like That's when you go on a cruise or like a resort when you're assigned to the same table as a family because there's only a certain amount of tables, like another family? I guess so. I mean, yeah. I've never been on a cruise, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because there's like a limited number of spots. And so they they have the seating yeah. f- uh, arrangement like figured out. But um, but we never sat like at the same table or never sat with the same people. Okay. So over the course of a couple of days, you kind of talk to a lot of different people and you like see them in the campground. Like there's this family. I, I love this family. Um, (laughs) They were on the shuttle with us to the trailhead. It was a mom and a dad. And then there are two kids who were like, probably like 10 ish. Um, And then the grandpa and like the whole family. Yeah. The whole family went on this trip and they, they had two more nights in the, in the Canyon than us. So it was like a, a nice, like, good chunk of time there. But it was so cute because the kids had um, had backpacking backpacks, like, for, for you know, their, their like, for, wee ones. <laughs> for wee ones. It was very cute. Um, and so, like, they all went down. And it was funny, too, because like, the grandpa, like, I mean, he must have been, like, 70 at least, I think. Um, but it was very clear that he had been there before. He was, like, the one with the expertise. Yeah. Um, and so it was like physically kind of, you could tell like he, you know, he had to take his time and stuff, but, um, but he was the one who like knew the Canyon. And, um, so we talked to them a little bit on the bus and then they ended up at the camping spot right next to us. So every day I was like, these are your adopted family, your Canyon family, um, and then and then, you know, they're like, you're always like comparing stories with people or like, oh, how long are you staying? Like, what's your itinerary? And so then when we were leaving, um, we sort of knew like, you know, sort of like the crew that was like leaving the same morning as us. And same thing, you like don't hike together, but like you might pass each other at, you know, one of the stops or right. whatever. And so there were these people that we hadn't talked to a ton um, within the canyon, but we had seen them on the way down. We had like sat next to them at one of the meals, and then we saw them as we were going up. And we ended up like when we got to the top, like crossing paths with one of the people from that group, and talking about like, oh, like we should get a beer. So anyway, when the rest of the party came, like we all ended up at the bar together, and then we all ended up having dinner together, and it was like this fun thing where. Like, you have this weird bond from the canyon. And, like, we were even saying, like, so it was really fun to, like, just have a little bit more time, like, with some of the people that just lived the same thing that you did. And it was funny, too, because, like, comparing stories, we all sort of had the same experience of as we were hiking up, um, the closer we would get to being back up on top, 
the more you would like start running into like the day hikers or just the super casual like visitors and it it was like once you start going past like the heavily perfumed people people in like flip-flops people that have come down with like half a liter of water and that's it um the people that are climbing in places that they shouldn't be and you tell them and they still don't care um then you're like oh yeah we're back in society (laughs) but like the closer you get to the room like the the more and more people were like that. But so it was like a way to um, just like having dinner together, just like the group of us to like sort of isolate ourselves once more for just for just another hour or two. But it was really fun, too, because I I reserved us uh, a cabin at Bright Angel. There's like the lodge and then there's cabins and there's like a bunch of different kinds of cabins. And I just got a normal cabin for the night before we went down. But then I got a cabin with a partial view of the rim for the day that we went up. And I highly recommend this. It was not that much of, it was not that expensive for what it was, honestly. And it wasn't even that big of a price difference between the two cabins. Um, But holy shit, like I have this picture where I'm just, I think I sent it to you guys. I think so. I, yes, and we hearted it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think. It, and weren't you like you were like drinking coffee or something, and like that was the view? Was that the? No, that I was. Don't know. Her you posted in, so many gorgeous pictures. <laughs> the I one like, she sent. No, the one she sent us. Beauty in my brain. The one she sent us was the rim. Oh, okay. Right, which was that? That picture was taken from like right outside the door, essentially, like wow. in five steps. It was just crazy. Like it was just right there. Right. So. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. The rest of it was cool. Like the I had seen Joshua Trees once before just driving in that area, but being in the actual park was amazing. Um just like the sheer concentration of them, that was really cool. And then Death Valley is always really cool and w- again, we didn't have enough time, but we hiked a little bit in Death Valley, which last time um we were there in September, so it was also not like, you know, you don't want to go in like the heat of summer, but September was still really really hot last time. Yeah. We were there. Um, so we did, we went like jeeping last time, which was really cool. This time we went hiking and it was kind of definitely a different experience to be like hiking in the desert. I really liked that, but, um, but Grand Canyon was definitely the best. And it was just like, you know, it was like, it was beautiful. It was, it was difficult, but not, you know, but total, but doable, you know, but like that, like sort of satisfying level of difficulty, Um, you know, it took us like seven and a half hours to hike out of the canyon, which one of my coworkers asked us, asked me that the other day, like, how long did it take you to go back up? And I was like, oh, like seven and a half hours. And for me, that, that like, that's good. Like that was, they said it usually takes people between six and 10 hours, you know, depending on obviously a variety of factors. So I was like, okay, carrying 20 pounds on my back, seven and a half hours. Like that's, that's good. And we stopped, like, we, we were smart about it. Like we stopped, you know, we weren't like trying to rush but i thought that was fast and my coworkers were like oh my god <laughs> because i think they can't imagine doing any physical activity for seven and a half hours right. being moving for that long right but um it, it sort of like a, there were a lot of we drew a lot of parallels with um with like long distance running um i even felt very much like i had run a marathon like the next day or like even later in the day it was like the same sort of soreness the same the same sort of like when we were all having a drink together and then one of us would get up to go to the bathroom and you're sort of like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that stiffness that we talked about last week or two ago. I can't remember. Yeah. So it was, it was really, really great. It was, you know, just only a week, but like definitely 
well worth it. I think that, you know, for me, I think of vacation as being, you know, two to three weeks, usually at least, but that doesn't mean that if you only have a week, then like, it's obviously still worth doing it. And it's, I don't know, like sometimes you don't need to go very far away to have an amazing experience. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, that's so cool. So, okay. So I have a few questions, not, you know, practical questions. Yes. 20, (laughs) 20 pounds of stuff. Did you have to bring everything? So, like, did this campground offer tents for you, or did you you brought your own tents? You brought your own. So, what was really nice about so okay, and here's the funny part. Like, I am from Montana, but this is my first backpacking trip. Like, really, that's kind of ridiculous. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Um, I guess go big or go home, right? Like that was right. Well, you just <laughs> you seemed so knowledgeable. I just assumed that like you you super like I don't know you do this all the time. No, just like all my friends in Montana go backpacking all the time. I was not like my family was not outdoorsy. My family was not athletic, so like we didn't do that stuff as a family. I've been camping plenty of times, but like not backpacking. And so, um, I mean, I like I started working on this trip last summer, so I right. Mm-hmm. had time to look into stuff and talk to friends and again like a lot of friends that do this kind of stuff so we again like I said we got all our meals at Phantom Ranch so that was really nice because you don't have to worry about food I mean we had a lot of snacks and stuff because like mm-hmm. we needed them for the way down um after that we had like enough food there and then even like the day that we left we had a copious breakfast and then and then we had also bought like a sack lunch from them so we had more than enough food to also make it out of the canyon but like you know so you don't have to worry about like um any of the sort of like cooking yeah. uh, stuff that you would have to take on, an, on a different like backpacking trip so that right. cut down on things um I think like certainly there were things that we could have been smarter about packing um but again just because like it was my first backpacking trip it was Frank's Frank's been backpacking before but it's been quite a while um and then like not Still not knowing, like, oh, how much do you really need in the canyon? You know, it was kind of hard to gauge, but, like, I took pretty much the right amount of clothes. Um, so I was happy about that. Like, I didn't, like, overpack because, you know, you don't want to overpack when you're carrying it on your back. Right. Fair. Um, we There's no tents there, yeah. So if you want a tent, you have to bring it. Um, and I, like, we have a tent, but again, it's, like, for car camping. It's not for backpacking. So, it was, right. like, way too big and heavy to bring. So, I bought a tent at REI. And, again, it was, like, finding that balance between I know I have to carry this on my back. And I also don't want to spend money on something if I'm not going to, like, use it, use it later. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to spend $400 right now on a tent. That's like super light, you know, like, so anyway, I found, I feel like I found a good balance. I think our tent, our tent's like four pounds. So I don't know, like hardcore backpackers would probably, I don't know, scoff at that, but I feel like that's like appropriate. I'm surprised they didn't have like tent rentals down there. Um, They don't have like a ton, a ton of shit. Like there's Phantom Ranch has like sort of primitive cabins and then the dorms that people yeah. can stay in. And then wow. there is one structure that the 14 employees who work down there live in together, which I was like, Oh my God, how do you sign me up for that life? Like yeah. seriously. Uh, <sighs> um, yeah. And then they have like uh, stuff for the mules, but then, you know, there's not like a lot of like the animals, know, right? Animals. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure I hear you think of like the drink. 
No, I hear drug mules are like rampant in all of America. Just every no, border. No, just the Moscow mules. They're crossing every border, like everywhere. True, true. That's, <laughs> that's true. how they're getting in. They're sending it through the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> you guys really are at the it. wrong border. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and also, I don't know. They they don't have... Um, they don't have rentals. You know what? I kind of like that they don't have rentals for stuff like that down at the bottom because, like, I like the fact that if, if like, you really have to want it if you're going to go down there. Because, um, I mean, I guess they control the population anyway because they only give out so many permits. Right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I wouldn't want to encourage <laughs> too many people. I mean, I encourage you all to do it. But, like, yeah, just, you know, I'm going to make my millions. I'm going to go down there and rent tents. Yeah, I was going to say, this is America, <laughs> capitalism. Why yep. aren't they renting tents to people? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you remember that, like, the park service is wonderful, and it's, you know, one of our wonderful government agencies. That's uh, dying out because Donald Trump is moving national monuments and trying to destroy protected land. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What Steffi's done this week. Anyway, continue. (laughs) No, I did did think a lot about that, and I just, I had um, some thoughts for... You know, people who see my pictures and think it's so beautiful and everything, and it is. And then I just have to, like, my brain is thinking so, like, so are you voting for people that want to take this stuff away or want to develop on it or want to drill oil or – but anyway. um, Yeah. Um, So, okay, fun fact, little-known fact about me, which Amanda knows, um, but the listeners don't. My dad actually has written a couple of books on hiking. True story. And mm – mm-hmm. And you're in a picture in one of them. I am in yep. a picture in one they of them. They are um, on display when uh, folks come to Raleigh. They're they on are on display. Somewhere in the Glattfelter home. They are. Ooh. They're they're in the bookshelf in the, like, you know, living room common area. <laughs> but um, when I was growing up, like, some, you know, parents will take their kids for special weekends. And, like, some people, like, go to, like, a baseball game. And others, you know, take them to the movies. My dad's thing with each of us was to take us back. Nice. <laughs> like packs on the back, grills and sleeping bags and tents. Of course, you know, he carried the heavy stuff, but like uh-huh. that was our thing with my dad, but he would take each one of us backpacking each year. That's awesome. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's like the family that I saw. Yeah. So like hearing you talk about that kind of brought me back to some good childhood memories. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I bought so, shoes at Payless today. Woohoo! Yeah, nice. so Payless is going out of business. No I don't know way. if anyone's heard. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They're going out of business. So I walk by on my way home from therapy. I walk by a Payless. And for months, they've had this like going out of business. Everything must go. And the signs just get bigger and bigger and more obnoxious <laughs> and there's more of them. So today I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop in. <laughs> 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 and I did. And I bought two pairs of crappy Payless shoes. And I feel pretty good about it. Um, They're not crappy. I love Payless shoes. <laughs> I, that's all we used to have growing up. So then it's that's... like I got this really big chip on my shoulder about like, I'm an adult. I can afford better shoes now. Did you also oh, like yeah. pretty cute, comfortable shoes? And yeah. got two pairs for like 40 bucks. Did you also like just look at like the purses that are on display by the register just for nostalgia's sake? There really weren't new purses left. Oh, no. Again, fire sale, everything must go. 
it kind of looked a little bit like a bomb went off in there. Um, I, you're having a fire sale? Yeah. And some kind oh woman God. commented on the shoes I had on my feet. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I love your shoes. And I got really confused. I wasn't sure if she meant like the ones I was holding that I was going to buy. <laughs> no, I she meant the ones I was wearing. She's like, did you get those here? It's like, no. I was going to keep going under you for effect, but oh, my God, you're having a fire. Amazing grace. <laughs> Having a fire sale. Oh my god. They're having a fire sale? (laughs) Oh dear. There's one thing (laughs) that will never be ruined, and that is arrested development seasons one through three. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say that. That exists in my own bubble. If we all get a bubble. It, and it really should never have left that bubble. I know. Speaking of which, of I saw that new episodes came out and I watched them and, and like, you know. No. It was something I watched on TV. Oh. Well, speaking <laughs> of, I have watched new, the new second season of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. You guys got to catch up. I haven't watched it all, but I will by next week. <laughs> oh, I totally will. It started when I, I was, you know, it, without cell service yeah. and... Then I forgot until yeah. we were talking yeah, about yeah, it tonight. Yeah. Um, I will try. I will try. I'll get started this week. <laughs> Whenever. I, random. I feel remiss if I didn't like give a shout out to Jay right now because my weekend was like um, at his toy show and like he put it on from scratch with a friend of his, John, and they did such a great job and they had so many people there. Um, Jana help, came and helped out and said that it was like wall to wall. You couldn't walk at one point. So I was really oh, proud of them. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. And like he brought people from like like toy people from YouTube and they did panels. And, wow. Yeah. That's and really cool. I, I just wanted to I like it's not really so much my story to tell. And I'm sure at the next Jane Jack show, Jay will talk more about it. And Jack has Crazy Hank videos. He's got two of them about it. So if you want to hear more, you can go to crazy hank tv on youtube um because there are there is like actual footage and stuff that they took from there but um yeah it was i was just i was very proud um and i just wanted to you know put it out there proud wife moment hashtag (laughs) hashtag still feminist but hashtag proud wife moment um (laughs) they're not mutually exclusive exactly but the funny thing is supportive of your partner and here's the me part of the story is that uh, they sold beer there and I, you know, had a beer at like two o'clock in the afternoon, but I didn't want Jay's parents to see me. So I kept giving it to <laughs> every time I would go up and check on them. I'd be like, uh, Frankie was one of the people that was a dealer. I was like, Frankie, hold my beer. And he was like, what? And I was like, I don't want Jay's parents to. So like the third time I gave it to him, he was like. Uh, do you want it back? And I was like, yeah, I just don't want Jay's parents to see me drinking at two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> with my children here. <laughs> yeah. Frankie, hold my beer. Yeah. Frankie. Oh my Literally. Thank you, like Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> Frankie, hold my beer. Episode title. Um, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Anyway, we've got a lot. Oh, we didn't talk about recycling bras. Let's put a pin in that and yeah. talk about at, that at the end because I just looked over and realized I had it up on my screen. Um, <laughs> and I was like, why is bra recycling on my screen? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> From a conversation an hour ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Oh, Shandy, one last thing before we finish this. Uh, you had some wonderful Instagrams on the broadcast Instagram account that I also want to call out. Thanks. Um, they just great pictures, a great story. Um, you had the rock that you wanted people to. Yes, that yeah. I wanted people to, <laughs> to tell me what they thought it looked like. Because, of course, like, so we, like I said, we went to that geology talk. And it was interesting. Not that I can really, like, remember or tell you about any of the geology of the canyon. Except that it's really fucking interesting. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you actually learn it. Um, and actually, um, Ranger Kate passed around this rock that's, like, almost half as old as the earth no and that fucking blew my mind she was like all these she was explaining all the different layers of the canyon and basically it's like all like older than the dinosaurs it's just like holy shit hashtag science now as somebody that saw a dinosaur fossil a few weeks ago that is crazy because now i have perspective of the different meso like zoic periods of the earth yeah, there's in my, I don't know if anyone has watched the videos, but in the video that my phone so nicely mashed up for me um, of like life in the canyon, there's this random picture in there of Frank holding this, this like black rock. And it probably seems super random, but that's like, that's why we took a picture. It's like, oh, this is like almost half as old as the earth. Um, where was this going? Oh, so after that, Frank was like fascinated by all the rocks and kept like picking them up and looking at them as we were hiking. And that one, he was like, oh, look at this one. And I looked at it. My first thought was, it's the maze. (laughs) Okay. This is not meant for you. That's what's so funny is I have the response, some of the responses (laughs) that, see, you asked this question on Instagram of this half a gazillion year old rock. Um, May I share? That's not, that's to be fair. That one is not the one that's as old as half as old as earth. Oh, okay. Wow. Not that one. It's a little black one that's in a different picture. That's but that what she one, said. Uh, that one must be younger, but still fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We didn't uh, ask Ranger Kate. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry then. I stepped all over you because I thought this was like the perfect lead in. I was. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, don't be apologize. <laughs> So here are some of the answers. So Shandy posted a picture of a rock that looked like the maze from Westworld. Which, to be clear, obviously we left all of these rocks in the canyon. Yes. I feel like I need to, you know. No rocks yeah. came home with you. No rocks came home. the flower, not the flower to your friend. Exactly. We are not those assholes. Yeah. Um, so no, like, Grand Canyon idol curses going on. Right. We took um, a picture not a rock. She did. So there's a picture and it was, what does this remind you of? Um, and here, can I, may I share some of the responses that we got on our Instagram? Please do. But also to set this up, I want to, I want to just say that this is after like six posts about how much this place reminds me of Westworld. So I know. I that was the best. I had like, you know, warmed people up to this idea yeah, and sort of like led them there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great disclaimer because <laughs> I had read all of that, and I didn't see the maze either. I saw a wrinkled potato. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like Sorry. a dehydrated potato. <laughs> I mean, and it's fair. Like I understand that it doesn't actually look like the maze, but but 
No, I know. It was really funny, though. It was no, actually, it was kind of awesome. Like the whole sequence, I looked at it twice. I looked at it from my account, and then I re-looked at it from the broadcast account. I was like, "There's so many beautiful things in here." So here's what. Here's a couple of responses. Um, Kayla had said grayscale. I like that. Uh, Desiree said petrified bread. Yes. <laughs> uh, sure. Drake agreed with me. He said wrinkled potato, and maybe that's because the that's the first one that I had seen that I never got it out of my mind. <laughs> um, Matt loves TV. Also said a dehydrated potato, but I had already had the thought, so I did not get that from Matt. Um, <laughs> and then Jana said it looked like the penis cacti. I like that. Mm. Which, but was really none funny. of those things for what I was going for. But I like them all. To be fair, yeah, I liked where everybody's head was at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, on that note, do you want to get into some feedback? Yeah, Ooh, let's. All right, but first, let's take a quick commercial break. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we are back. We have lived a lot of lives <laughs> in the ad break. <laughs> you guys heard 30 seconds. <laughs> We went on a long ta- tangent about our political tickets, and um, here we are. All right. Um, <laughs> let's get into some facey back. Uh, the first bit is about the Grand Canyon. So, Shandy, Amanda, and I are going to read these to you. Okay. okay. Oh, boy. I'll start. Okay. All right. I figured. Uh, Dan said, my question is, why did Shandy go to the Southwest without asking me for travel information? And what is wrong with me? Hashtag horrible Dan. (laughs) My question to Dan is, why did he assume that I needed travel information? (laughs) She's got the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys have something Uh, to bond over in in, uh, May. Yes. Yes, indeed. Although Dan won't be picking me up this year, but Greg has offered. Ooh. Oh. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag who's picking Shandy up this year. <laughs> Just FYI, my uh, flight arrives fairly soon after. So, you know, you want to oh. pick up two broads for the price of one. I mean, I'm just... Right. I get in at 420. Oh, my God. No way. (laughs) I have no idea. I just remember we figured out, our pass house figured out that our flight's getting around. We did two weeks ago, but it was late. It was like almost midnight. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the actual time. I just know that's a thing that yeah, we talked two about. Two bras for the price of one is now mm-hmm. also a contender for episode Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, hashtag also, I'll just get a drink and wait while wait for you to come in. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, there's actually a very nice uh, little bar in the Raleigh airport that I have spent some time at. The wine bar? Yeah. I, I no, I don't think bar. it was a wine bar because oh. I think it was actually really crowded. I think I ended up at another one. Okay. That's a little um, further off the beaten path, but I like okay. it very much. Is it bad if I'm like, I can tell you about all the bars in the <laughs> I honestly haven't drank at any of them since in the last five years. But before Zachary was born, let me tell you, I could tell you about all those <laughs> bars. <laughs> you know, just go there sometimes. Just because. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you I got my... Included in humanity. I, I got my pre-check. Now I can go in as out as I <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, we just call it Saturday. Hey, anyway, <laughs> let's go so, to the wine uh, bar at the airport. <laughs> Security. Uh, <laughs> to get back to the facey bag, um, Matt says, since Shandy was at the Grand Canyon, was she aware of all those stories of people recently falling in? Oh, God. Were there okay. people falling in? I yeah, somebody those- died there while we were there. <gasps> oh, my God. What yeah. happened? Um, I think that was one of the selfie on the rim ones. Oh, guys. With the- yeah. Oh. Hold on. Yeah. Amanda, you and I go like this, and I'll take a picture as Shandy. It looks like she's talking, and then I'll Instagram it and be like, what was Shandy telling? <gasps> Subscribe now. Yes. So two people died. And it's a true story. Didn't meet the guy, though. Well, that's horrible. Well, that would have been harder if you met them and oh my then they died. But you know, so I think Randy mentions this in his in his feedback, but um, a lot of the deaths aren't actually falls. And this was something I learned while I was there too. Um, it's mostly like uh, related to the heat or like lack of water, lack of nutrition, like going back up, like heating Josh and stuff like that. Um. I had assumed that it was going to be mostly falls and I had assumed that the falls would have happened like sort of like in the Canyon, but mm. it turns out a lot of the actual falls are again. It's like, it's like the casuals who are on the rim doing stupid things. Um, yes. <laughs> These are the people that as we were hiking out of the Canyon, I'm such a Canyon elitist. <laughs> Just, it happened fast. <laughs> it's like, you know, Survivor View is the casuals, the ones that I know. And you, can I, have I ever told you about how much it bothers me when people talk about the casual viewers when they're talking about Survivor? You have. I, I've oh done several Survivor podcasts with you. You have. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I do apologize for using that exact same oh, expression totally that cool. I've said bothers me so much. But um, on Mysterious Universe, they call their non subscribing members the barnacles because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people have written in being like we're really mad that you call us barnacles and they're like all right so then become a plus subscriber <laughs> or don't Pretty listen we don't care they, they went to all the trouble to give them a sweet nickname yeah, yeah anyway yeah. um so shani i knew about the people that have gone like missing down there i had heard what? some of the falls but like the the stories of people that have gone missing that was why last week i was like oh my god be careful Clutch it was definitely house. on my mind. I like honestly, even the night before we hiked down, I I sort of had like dreams of like the edge, and you know, <laughs> you do have to be careful and not be an idiot. But the trail, the trail, like the 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 trails that we were on are 
very developed, you know, fairly wide. Like, it, you know, as long as you're not being stupid, like you should be fine. Um, but certainly if you were being less than careful, you could fall over oh. the edge and then, and then surely die. So um, were you worried but, about like the 10 year olds there? No, no, I wasn't because they, like, they were well-behaved children who seemed to listen to their parents and they were with, you know, people who knew what they were doing. So just wondering, just trying to get a sense for a future possible family vacation. Oh no, totally. Yeah. I mean like the, the kids need to be like, I can't need to be like aware of the danger and, and need to listen to their parents because it is dangerous. Yeah. Right. Potentially fatal, but like, no, those particular kids, I was never worried about them. Okay, cool. Right. So it's like so long as you're doing what you should be doing, yeah. you're safe. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like, there are people um, sort of right before the top. So these are people who had come down just, like, you know, an extremely short distance. And um, there's this part, like, you're on the trail. It's very, again, very well established where the trail is. It's very wide. And there's, like, kind of this, like... There's like, there's the the cliff, but then there's this like rock outcropping Mm -hmm. uh, and there's like a hole, a natural hole in it. And there's a big sign that says, do not leave the trail. Like, do not rock scramble, like dangerous Mm -hmm. area. And so, of course, people are like taking pictures there, like fucking idiots. And you know that if there's a sign there, it's because someone has literally died there. Yeah. And so as we're walking up... (laughs) So the the guy who was hiking right behind me, we we're kind of like comparing notes just about like how stupid people were. And um and as we walked up, like I pointed to the sign because there are people there like taking selfies and just being idiots. I pointed to the sign and like read it out loud to them. And um and he said something too. And then this woman was like, Oh, he he said, you know, people have actually died there. And she was like, yeah, but they didn't have my agility. He literally, his reply was, yeah, but they had your stupidity. (laughs) (laughs) And we just kept walking. (laughs) That's pretty obvious. And I told, I told, I was like, like, please, like, just keep going. Like, if these people die, like, I don't want to, I don't want to witness it. Like, right. I don't want to actually you see that with my own there. two eyes. Like, people are I, have being really made it, I have made it through life thus far without needing therapy. I don't need them to be my reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, just really stupid people. But, yeah, it was like some, I think the, per, like, I'd have to look it up. But it was on, so it was on Tuesday. So that would have been April 2nd. Okay. Um, yeah. And actually, you know what? I come to think of it. So when we did make it up um, the canyon and we, like, checked into our room and again our room was like right right there so we like put all our shit down and then we like walked outside our cabin door and we're looking at the bottom um because you see it totally differently once you've been down there and so we're like oh and that's where this is and that's okay that was our trail and we're looking down at the three mile stop so it's three miles down uh and there's a helicopter down there Mm. like oh shit like what what happened yeah not necessarily a fatality but But a something. Yes. And then there was that, that makes that remind speaking of like, just like politics in general. Um, they were telling us, of course, like before we hiked down, they're telling us about how many people, you know, get helicoptered out and everything. And, you know, like, so just like be smart. And yes, I support the message of like, be smart, know your limits, bring ample water, 
bring food, like, you know, do, do it correctly. But they're like, yeah, because if you have to get helicopter out, that's like 14 to $19,000 and blah, blah, blah. And that comes out of your pocket. And as we left, that was at like the kiosk when we were like confirming something as we left, Frank looks at me and he's like, eh, in France, it would be free. what i was thinking is are do they just like leave you there and they're like call your own helicopter because hashtag personal responsibility (laughs) (laughs) right and then we get into the whole because then it's like okay so like what do you do you does somebody potentially die because they refuse help because they're like oh well i can't afford 20 grand right in, in medical treatment like yeah Anyway, hashtag America. (laughs) All right. So uh, Randy's feedback said that some of the headlines were misleading, uh, though this does not happen happen out there every year. They average about 12 to 17 deaths a year. Also, like, you know, YOLO once a month, literally YOLO. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The headlines made it sound like all three were falls. One person fell at the South Rim of Grand Canyon National Park. One person fell in Western Grand uh, Grand Central near the Skywalk on the... Uh, I'm going to butcher this, please. You said Grand Central. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm still going to butcher the I mean, the I'm sure people though. fall and die there, too, but... <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold, please. One... Uh... Did I say Grand Central both times? No. no. Okay. okay. <laughs> One person fell in Western Grand Canyon near the Skywalk on the uh, Hualapai Reservation. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, a, and a third was found in the forest south of the park. The latter is being investigated, but it appears to be a suicide. Every year, there are a few falls mm-hmm. and several heat-related deaths in the summer. Usually, it's because someone does something really stupid, as Shandy was saying. Um, I'm a huge Grand Canyon nerd. I used to visit there to hike and raft two to three times a year. I was there a few months ago and will be returning again this fall. Oh, yay, Randy. Yeah. That's awesome. Like two or three times a year. Again, sign me up for that life. Yeah. Um, Well, Randy, if you have any other suggestions for Shandy, I'm sure she'd be, you know, an open open recipient. Uh, He does suggest an excellent book and a top selling book for the park. It uh, should be required reading for all visitors. It outlines all the death in the Grand Canyon National Park and tells the stories behind them. It's really well-researched, interesting, educational, and not as morbid as it may sound. <laughs> I, will, I don't know. It sounds pretty damn morbid. I will. Right. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, if you look at the cover, it's li- – okay, so it's called Over the Edge, Death in Grand Canyon. Um, it's got a rainbow and a dead person. Oh, cool. <laughs> Which – if you click on the link, you'll see the picture of the cover. Um, they're notably dead because it's like a dead body with like a skull. Um, just in case you didn't get the the picture from the you know rainbow and the the canyon. So somehow this person ended up on the rainbow bridge. Good for them. They get to live with all the pets forever. Um, <laughs> but I will link to it in the show notes. Um, so Ranger Kate did mention to us that this was their number one seller in the oh. gift shop at the South Rim. So yes, Randy is correct there. And she was talking about it when she gave a, a talk on um, 
snakes, specifically like rattlesnakes. There's a specific type um, that's oh, in the canyon. Course. It was really interesting. And um, so she gave a lot of stats about like snakes and people like rattlesnake, you know, snake bites and like how many deaths and everything. And um, she was saying that like there are no snake bite deaths in the book. I don't think. I believe that's what she said. Um, but that the closest thing to it was that somebody saw a, a rattlesnake in the canyon um, and was like so surprised that he then had a heart attack. Wow. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. So. Um, if anybody else has any feedback for Shandy about the Grand Canyon or you have any stories, I think that we would love to hear them. Yes. Um, yes, we definitely. would definitely like to yeah. hear them. And we welcome voicemails because we know how to play them with ease now. It only took <laughs> us two, maybe three, maybe four birthdays. I mean, nobody knows for <laughs> Whatever. sure. Whatever. Who's counting yeah. at this point? <laughs> Clearly not us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the broadcaster is 3 at gmail.com or 331 276 2373. But yeah, all right. Uh, moving on to some farting in your facey back. We've got a lot of agreement that Broad Day is the best day. And I would agree, Broad Day is the best day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dennis countered with an Oprah. And Oprah gif and said, you get abroad and you get abroad and you get abroad. And then we stop because, you know, as of right now, there's only three and then some honorary abroads. Um, <laughs> stay tuned. And then Dennis also said, I called dibs on the fantastic secret Santa idea, pink or purple. That goes back to the vibrator that we talked about. And I so the first week that I linked to it, it was only it only worked in the whole enchilada feed. It didn't work in our individual episode feed. And ask me how I know this. How do you how know do you know this? Because somebody messaged me to ask me about the link. <laughs> and then said they bought it. But I ended up sending oh. them the original link, so not through the J and Jack Amazon. Um, just because I was on my I was on my phone. It was easier to do it that way. But um yes, so uh, I won't say this person because I don't want to like, you know, call them out or whatever. But we have at least one taker for the apparently you see God slash the universe slash the <laughs> king or queen of science um, <laughs> vibrator. <laughs> awesome. And if anybody draws Dennis, you're in luck. <laughs> oh, so long story short, I changed it to a bit uh, bit.ly link uh, so now it should be working and I'll keep it up for th- I, I changed it in the last two weeks and I will keep it up for the next couple of weeks as of listening this Jeez. listening to this <laughs> so, yes I know I know I know I'm going to keep the vibrator link up it's all it's all good <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Dennis sent a video yeah so he sent an ASMR video it's uh, one of Maria's videos she's probably like the most well known ASM artist, as they are called. Oh, Maria, yeah. my best friend. <laughs> um, and I literally watched that video last night, and unrelated to Dennis's post. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, because uh, I so- subscribed to her channel. She's not my favorite artist, but ASM artist. Um, but I definitely like her stuff. You need to let us know some of the people that you recommend so we can share them with the listeners. 
And I will share Dennis's video in. So if you like her and you can vouch for her, can you like at least minimum four star her? Uh, me personally? Yeah. 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 No, okay. I subscribe to her channel. Like I don't subscribe to somebody's channel if I don't like them. Okay. Um, she's awesome. I would say my personal favorite is I love um, Whispers Red. Okay, so we'll link to the one that Dennis just sent, and we'll link to Whispers Red. And then we, you guys all better click on it if you're into that stuff and let us know what you think. <laughs> and if you're not, like, just click on it anyway, and maybe you will be. Yeah. It's yeah. like this weird thing that, like, you don't know that you're into it until all of a sudden you're watching videos, and then you just keep watching them, and then... Yeah. It's like this thing that you didn't even know existed or that you needed that. You know that Matt is really disappointed right now that you didn't just say, you don't know that you're into it until you're into it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know that you're into it until you're talking about it on a podcast (laughs) and and actually not embarrassed. Good times. There you go. Uh, Daniel says, if only there was an easy birth control method so that Colleen wouldn't have to go through this. Snip. Ah. Uh, uh, Matt Mm. said, I think it's Christmas, like Christmas time for that type of procedure with March Madness, meaning the vasectomy, in case anybody didn't get that. Uh, And then Amy said, I hope your shoulder gas is is gone now, Colleen. Uh, FYI, I know it's too late, but fish oil is a great way to counteract the constipation. Okay, A, I don't know if you've heard, but I had this x-ray that told me that I was fucking constipated all the time. So I will definitely try fish oil. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I didn't know I was constipated, I was. Um, uh, (laughs) B, which is, you know, it's funny. I actually, like, I... because I'm me, so I showed my boss and told her the X-ray. And I like told her about the the thing, but I didn't show her the poop because I was like, "You're a smart woman. You could figure it out if you really wanted to." And she was like, "Oh, Sunday was like waxing poetic on like constipation," and I was like, "As one does, yeah, as one does." And I was like, "All right, um, maybe I am." Like a lot of what you says makes sense, even though you don't know. <laughs> Because I prefaced it with like, you're never going to believe this. And I read it out loud and I showed her the picture and then she was, and then, and then she was like, oh, and I was like, but I pooped yesterday. So I don't think I'm constipated. <laughs> and then she was like, well, how do you poop? Because <laughs> oh. sometimes the way you poop means you're constipated. And I was like, oh, what is that? Huh? What does that even mean? <laughs> so essentially, I guess. You can get like a blockage so that only a little bit of poop can come out at a time. So you might think you're making like regular poop, but there's like a buildup of there. So it's only letting huh. some out. Yeah. Then she was like, you might poop every day, but like you're probably not pooping to like your full capacity. <laughs> you're, full, you're not pooping to your full potential. Yeah. And that was literally like her whole thing. She's like, "You're because the word she used was like your full capacity. And I was like, huh. <laughs> like, like something on your yeah, like parent teacher yeah. conference yeah like yeah, yeah like, I Colleen would, is just not applying herself yeah she's not she's not applying herself like she could be pooping so much more but <laughs> you know, it's just she's just choosing not to yeah it was really funny so daniel yes there is an easy birth control method like that but you need to be like thousand percent sure that you're done 
And unfortunately, I was hoping to get to your email when Jay wasn't sitting right here, but now here we are. Um, <laughs> one of us is sh- kind of sure that we're done, and one of us isn't sure that we're done. So it seems like a very final answer if both of you aren't on the same page, and one of you, the one that's not on the same page, also likes not getting a period from the IUD. <laughs> <laughs> So that seems like a win-win. Schmoopsies, are you still down here? Oh, maybe he went upstairs. Okay, he's not down here. <laughs> also, snips are reversible. Sure, they yeah, are. I mean, have you not seen The Office? Yeah, I was just going to say, we have seen The Office. We talked about it on the last Hangout. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Um, they are reversible, but, you know, there's that whole, like, you know, money thing. True. Which vasectomies aren't snip and snap. Vasectomies aren't under attack in this country yet. (laughs) I don't know. One of us is like 80% sure, and one of us is only 50% sure. So we figured, figuring out the difference, it's tough. It's tough because it is is like a decision because like, it's not that I'm getting older. That actually doesn't bother me. It's more the, I'm getting further removed from not sleeping through the night. And (laughs) no, honestly, like the more that I, Alex sleeps until like, because he might like now if he wakes up, it's actually tends to be before midnight for something like tonight, right before we started recording, he was coughing like really bad because the pollen is bad in the air. And I think he like shocked himself awake, you know, so it's things like that. It's things like the molars that are coming in or it's, uh, you know, like random whatever, but he's pretty good about sleeping through the night and putting himself back to sleep. While Zach gets up at 6.30 and I hate it, I still <laughs> am grateful that it's not like 5 a.m. Like, I don't know. It's like this decision that you'd have to make. And I realize that I probably have to make it somewhat soon, just in general of like terms of whatever. But that is, there is an easy solution. It has been offered to me many a times by <laughs> my partner, who is like all for it. He's like, whatever, I'll do it. And I'm like, but what about, but what if, but what, but what, but what? So it's, I will say it is kind of me and it's not me in the patriarchy sense. It's me in like the, I don't know, sense. It's fair. It's It's tough. Um, Anyway, Matt's what she said. Moving on. Uh, All right. So moving on to some Matt's what she said. Uh, It's a small one. We are getting up there. I'm trying to do too much at once. (laughs) Ass is good to go. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta put the tennis balls on it so we can glad. Back in my day, we didn't let a little ass pain stop anyone plowing through. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 11 now, excuse me. (laughs) These ladies are like my age. If they can do it, I can do it. I was like all in. I got this. When it came time to do it, I was like, shit, I don't have this. So close. (laughs) There is a video on Instagram, and that is all real. I never made it all the way up there. (laughs) 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 How did thousands of people go up and down this thing and no one has died? (laughs) Uh, They kept it open all the way to the end. (laughs) I totally recommend if you want to drop the extra money on that. We have two more days to do this. <laughs> I finished it all. All of this <laughs> is coming out. 
<laughs> I need more time. I finished this at my desk at work today. <laughs> that I did get through. We did it all. I'm going to let Shandy take care of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> That's In <what>? bed. <laughs> I'd like to hear I'd like to hear how it's supposed to be done. I like the name, but the process sounds very stressful. I bet you add Parmesan to it and it would taste good. 50 is even better, but maybe 10 should be our first benchmark. (laughs) (laughs) Has that not happened yet? We'll see in two hours or apparently under a minute. (laughs) (laughs) How do we want to start? Uh, There's a lot to watch. I didn't connect it till just now. Um, I guess that is when it happens. I didn't really put it together until the second time. Just finished. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you make it? Inquiring minds want to know. (laughs) I just couldn't get into it. (laughs) I had done it way before we had this conversation. Maybe you'd have to go with that. It just came out this past week. We have some fun times. (laughs) Good luck to your ass. Oh, my God. What a great one to end on. That is a great one to end on. All right. Thanks, Matt, as always. Moving on to some butter shemales. We're going to start with an email from Kate. And Kate says, hey, ladies, I heard mention of me and little Shamandeline on the podcast this week, and it made me smile. Maybe when she can finally talk. I can record her saying something from the theme song as well. Yes. That would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I heard Shandy talking about ASMR and I love it too. I had a suggestion for a channel to listen to, although she might already know it since, since I think it's popular. It's a Russian woman named Maria and I believe her channel is Gentle Whispering. One and the same. Ah. Ah, Okay. Uh, she does whispering, soft-spoken, and sound voices. Colleen, I definitely recommend you try it by yourself instead of in a group at work. <laughs> I prefer to listen with earbuds in because for me, the greatest effect happens when it's right in my ears, especially when the sound shifts from the left bud to the right bud. Hmm. But I'm sure we all sound nuts if you if you don't have ASMR. (laughs) I tried describing it to my husband and he just thought I was a weirdo. Kate, I feel your pain. (laughs) Uh, Also, I had had a suggestion for something to review. I've been obsessed with all the stuff out there on Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. Yes. Oh my God. That bitch is crazy. The podcast, The Dropout, is so, so good. And there was an ABC 2020 special that was basically the same information in TV form. I don't have HBO, so I haven't watched the HBO content, but hopefully one day I will. It's fascinating. Hope you're all well. And Shamandeline sends her little raspberries, Kate. Aww. Yeah. So Theranos was a, cor- a technology co- uh, corporation that um, like did medical blood testing with just like a little prick of blood, and it was oh, supposed to be right. revolutionary. Yeah, but apparently that fucking bitch like 
she knew from the start that it wasn't going to work. She fired anybody that like told her no. Um, like I had heard of her back when it was first problematic with her stuff, maybe three, four, five years ago. Yeah. And then until this stuff blew up the past month, uh, I had kind of forgotten about her. Apparently, this bitch was like super fucking nuts. Um, but She's yeah. our age also, by the way. I right. know. Uh, moving on, we have an email from Kathy. All right. Kathy writes in Russian dolls and thanks. ASC. My thought about a horse disappearing when Nadia slept outside. He needed to disappear because if she had had his warmth that night, she wouldn't have died. And oh. thanks for listening to me about my daughter. And thank you to the listeners who reached out to me. Things are good, hard in some ways, but parenting always is challenging. I have four other adult kids. So just read the book. This is how it always is by Lori Finkel. I think I loved it. It's like a fairy tale involving a family with a trans daughter, but so much truth and good stuff. Anyhow, I highly recommend it. Kathy. I will link Ugh. that book in the show notes. Yes. Kathy, you're a rock star mother. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I feel like we need to talk about horse. Oh my God. Okay. okay. Well, before we, before we, uh, before we talk about that, cause I was totally going to talk about it. Um, I think you would like the chilling adventures of Sabrina season two. Uh, there is a, so season one, there's a character that's trans, but season two, the character, you know, comes out to everyone in her, his life. And it's actually really touching and moving. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Uh, including, including Yet another his, reason to watch Sabrina. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Including like how he tells his father and, um, awesome. yeah. So horse Shandy, go ahead. No, it was you guys. You guys were talking about it. I just came out of the canyon and read what you guys had been talking about. It was like, holy fucking shit. Oh, the um, the horseshoe bar. The horseshoe yeah. bar. So last week we talked about the horseshoe bar. And in the middle of like the discussion, we were like, oh, my God. Horseshoe. Like horse. And then when I was editing, I was like, holy fuck. Horseshoe. The horseshoe bar. Horse doesn't have his shoes, and that's a big part of the story. And it's just something else. And then I got chills, and it was like six o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I gotta tell them. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, horse has some bigger. He's some linchpin in the whole universe. And you know what? That was the moment where, it like, kind of, I was cemented, like, totally, yep. totally right. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the next season revolves a little more closely around horse and how he makes I think it all work. I am I am in total agreement. Uh, okay, so we've got uh, another email from Poet Thirteen, and this is called Car- "Careful Wishes." Team Science. This is a poem. In case you know, Team Science advanced so quickly, I didn't understand it. Now survival's my job seven days a week. Would Nettie Stevens care if Sadie Hawkins is of Sadie Hawkins' pain as she makes her way around the dance floor? No one to lead. She must be careful, for they are watching. Always watching. Thirty years hence I sit amongst the high branches looking down. The hunting party moves quietly below. Squirrels watch with me. Birds end their songs. We all sense their mood as they silently advance. They're, for they are searching for me, a straight white male. All right, so 
Um, A, Poet 13. Poet 13. At first, I'm not going to lie, I thought you were Mike, and uh, Mike denied it. I asked the Rhymeblockasters, and they thought that you were JP. JP, if it's you, I feel like that is actually pretty much a good theory. Um, let me know. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's break this poetry down. Um, so Nettie Stevens is the woman scientist who discovered that sex chromosomes, you know, were a thing. Hmm. Um, yeah, back in the 19, like, 20s or whatever, 19-teens. Um, and then, of course, Sadie Hawkins, which I actually did learn something about today. So Sadie Hawkins is a character that was based on... Actually, uh, Amanda, you knew it before me. So if it you did. want to... Yeah. I did. So, um, and I only know it, and I don't know if it, it originated from the Little Abner comic, comic it, it strips. Does. It does. But that's that's where I came to know it from, because when I was in high school... I uh, we did the musical Little Abner when uh, when I was a sophomore, and the first act finale is the big Sadie Hawkins Day race, where essentially all the ladies of Dogpatch USA chase the men to try and catch them. And society now it's kind of evolved into a girls ask the guys to a dance thing. So when you hear of a Sadie Hawkins dance, yeah. In according to Wikipedia, it was because Sadie Hawkins was a 35-year-old spinster, in which I was like, excuse me? Um, <laughs> and her father arranged for this foot race to happen so that way she could get a man. Yeah, because uh, I was like, the loser of the part. race was had to marry her. Yeah. So there's Amanda, like you there is the, a lot going on there. A Amanda lot got the decompress. capitalism version of the play. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it had evolved to yeah. by the time. Exactly, uh, which makes sense. Form. It was right? just a free-for-all. It was like Hunger Games. Yeah, exactly. But nobody died. But nobody died. I don't know. A, I learned a lot about Sadie Hawkins because I thought when I was reading this that Sadie Hawkins was the like reference that I knew the most about. And then when I Googled it, I was like, oh, this is actually horrible. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, okay, so uh, the woman that discovered biology, like, you know, did she care when she differentiated between... This is what, what I can figure out about the poem. And I hope that Poet 13 continues to write in to clarify. So would the woman that discovered the difference between the chromosomes that were... T there were two different, like, biological sexes care that Sadie Hawkins, like, you know, how she felt as she looked around asking for a man to dance with her. So there was no one to lead because there was no one that would take control, I guess, right? Um, and then it ends, that first stanza ends with, she must be careful because they are always watching. And then we move on to like people that are searching for their prey, I guess. Um, they're searching for me a straight white male. So the thing that I couldn't understand about this poem, and that's just because I'm, you know, classically stupid, I guess, was that, was the second stanza a commentary on Sadie Hawkins in general? Like the, that, the, the mythology or, or comic book comicology behind that? Or were, what, like, that everyone is looking for a straight white male in general? Or, were with did it the second stanza pivot to pivot did it pivot, pivot! <laughs> did it pivot to 
you know, people looking to hunt down or persecute straight white males. They do have it pretty rough. I mean, they do. Heard. It's pretty. They're pretty. It's like tough super position. terrible. I mean, so I have, a, I have a couple of thoughts. Um, Go for it. I'm not sure about the no one to lead because isn't the whole point that Nettie Stevens was leading, but then her work was credited to her male partner until later. And Sadie Hawkins, like essentially the way that it has evolved, like she is leading. Yeah, so that's why that there's I no one to lead. In, like the they're actually yeah. both. Right, that's why I couldn't figure out. I feel like the first stanza was in favor of, like, feminism, but the second stanza kind of was scared of it. So then I didn't know if it was, like, a commentary from a straight white male. Yeah, I'm not sure. The second stanza does seem very fragile. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Second stanza, hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) My question, I would also hope that poet 13 would write back but here's what i want to know like we've had anonymous um contributors in the past and present um and i welcome feedback from from everyone and anyone but i do have to wonder you know when we usually when we get anonymous feedback it's because maybe the subject matter is too sensitive for that person to feel like they can say it with their true identity so I'm just a little bit confused why this person wrote in anonymously. So I would be they very did, mm, and I know curious. that they did because I did a lot. I you know I did my Google research, and the this person's email appeared nowhere. Yeah, so they no, really want to keep their their identity a secret, which yeah. is they fine. Created a, they created to what end? <laughs> to what end? Yeah, I mean, I will say like I'm sorry, like honey, whoever this is, but like they're not searching for the straight white male, so you do, you don't have to be. Yeah, don't worry. They're not. Okay. Yep, they're not. I mean, ain't about you. That said, I do like a good hunt, so bring it. (laughs) Maybe I'm just a sucker. Thank God all these like MLMs have never reached me. (laughs) (laughs) Or just a poet 13 knows how to bait your hook. That's very true. They're like, here is your internet geocache. Challenge accepted. I know, and I was like, okay, I'm going to Google Sadie Hawkins and see that history. And then I was incredibly shocked to learn that it wasn't an actual person. Uh, That said, if anybody else has any interpretations on this poem, please let us know. Thebroadcasters3 at gmail.com or 331-276-2373. This is fun, and I hope that Poet 13 continues to write us in because, Mm -hmm. again, this was really fun for me. But I am voting for you to write in under your true identity. Yeah, that too. Or my vote. I'll accept it if you don't, but that's my vote. Uh, Also, JP, if that's you, you better let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Because part of me kind of thinks it was JP. All right, moving on. um, We have a voicemail from Matt, and then we'll finish up with a Andy's virginity and uh, call it a night. Hey, Broadcast, it's your old friend Matt, the uh, sixth broad here, uh, sending in uh, a, a, fe- a little bit of feedback for you, a little bit, some recommendations and whatnot. I um, want to mention, uh, since your last recording, we uh, we lost a, 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 a giant in the uh, the field of, uh, f- of filmmaking for, for women, uh, I believe it's pronounced uh, Agnes Varda. 
it's spelled like Agnes, and I thought it was Agnes, but then I heard somebody say it. And, it, and yes. Anyway, uh, she is a, uh, a French director, I believe born in Belgium, um, who was a, a pioneer in the uh, the French New Wave. She was kind of the, uh, she was like the only uh, woman filmmaker in kind of that boys club. And uh, uh, on a, interestingly enough, she outlived almost all of them. I think uh, Jean-Luc Godard is the uh, last one. Uh, of of note from that from the from the new wave, but uh, I want to mention a uh, recommendation. I guess uh, it's kind of the obvious one if you know her filmmaking, but uh, yeah, it's the only one I've seen. Uh, but it is a, it is a good one. It's called uh, Cleo from Five to Seven. Um, I know it's uh, streaming on the new Criterion Channel, um, the uh, the streaming service that uh, the Criterion Collection just put out. Um, I haven't watched it on that yet, but. I watched it way back when, when it was on Netflix, uh, but it's not on Netflix now. But anyway, uh, it's a story about uh, a young woman who uh, has had a biopsy, and um, it could be uh, malignant, it could be like a cancer, and she doesn't know what to do. So she just kind of uh, wanders the streets of Paris for uh, from five to seven. Um, the, the film is mostly in real time, although the, the, the length of the movie is not two hours. It's only about an hour and a half. Uh, but it's a really good movie, uh, and also uh, Paris in the early 60s just looks like the coolest place. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably only second to, uh, like, London in the 60s. I mean, you know, the, it, but it, like, it looks really cool. It's a black-and-white movie. It looks, uh, yeah, and, and she did, uh, it was a really good movie. So if you want to check out some uh, female filmmakers and pay tribute to uh, a big uh, trailblazer for, for women in film, I would definitely definitely recommend checking that out. And also, I want to mention, of course, uh, for for the Crazy Ex Girlfriend fans, uh, <laughs> last Friday was the finale. It's the uh, it's done. No more Crazy Ex Girlfriend. And I gotta say, uh, it really stuck the landing. Did a great job. Really, really satisfied with the way it ended. Uh, very true to the show. Very, it, it just felt right. And uh, um, I know you haven't seen it, uh, but uh, hopefully, we'll remedy that soon. <laughs> and on that note, oh, um, on that note. hashtag come watch is uh, <laughs> it's, uh, coming into fruition. I just bought my plane ticket to Raleigh. Yes! So uh, finally, after all these years, you're going to be able to see me in person. Oh, um, so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, to be honest, I don't really do plane travel that much. Uh, at all, I have not been on a plane in almost twenty years, but uh, I'm doing it for Raleigh, wow. and uh, wow. I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys and having uh, seeing you broads and seeing everybody else and having a great weekend. So uh, oh that's God, uh, so awesome. that's it for me. I just got to figure oh, out how, where I'm going to stay, but that should be hopefully an easy oh that's super uh, easy but uh yep that's it for me bye oh my god oh my god i'm so (laughs) excited this is great i was this excited last year when greg was coming yeah um so but his voicemail um matt got it in pretty late and um so we were like pretty much almost starting to record so none of us had a chance to listen to it in advance, which I know some of us, like I usually, if, if the voicemail comes earlier in the week, I will listen to it usually beforehand, but I'm really glad that Matt took so long to get it in. because <laughs> Really kept the, uh, 
It was very enthusiastic and surprising. Yes. (laughs) All of our reactions were candid. Reaction. Yes. Um. (laughs) That's so exciting. I'm I'm really, really excited. We hope that anybody that would like to join us can. You can send us an email for more details. Everybody is invited. It doesn't matter who you are. If you listen to the show and you're not a murderer or a rapist (laughs) And if you'd like beer, but not in the rapey way, you are like super invited. Uh, and if you don't like beer, you just, and if you don't drink at all, you can super come too because we're all grown up people. Okay, let's finish up with the, this week's in Andy's virginity. Okay, so Andy writes in Hey Broads, hope you all had a good spring break. Wish I could say I had some big update, but unfortunately, the last two weeks have been slow. I spent time with Alex at a group hangout watching some of the new Sabrina. Hey, hey. Hey. But there's not much to say about it beyond that. She's been really busy the past few months with her job. She's been stuck doing someone else's job since they got fired. She said they were able to find someone to replace him, so hopefully her schedule can open up or she can get a break. Otherwise, not much else. I should probably get going on uh, seeing what is out there socially. See what else is posted on Meetup by way of book clubs, game nights, or some other opportunity to put myself out there and see what happens. Since spring is here, it'll be easier or at least more appealing to get outside more often. Also, uh, tying in with your recent discussion, I am apparently a pretty bad snorer and sleep talker. Oh, sleep talker. Oh, that's fun. Mm, I do that. Obviously... (laughs) Ooh, obviously I don't know how that'll affect me when it comes to the literal aspect of sleeping together, but I suppose I'll find out eventually. And thankfully it's not always a deal breaker. Hashtag I'm with hers, Andy. Yeah. Andy, I would say, I mean, it's like super common. It's just a fact of life. It is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, People snore and and, and it sucks. Like it's not, it's not super pleasant, but like, it's just, yeah, it's okay. I love the people who talk in their sleep. um, I don't know if I really do this. I don't think I do, but I remember growing up, my little sister sometimes would talk in her sleep and like, sometimes we would share a room and like when she wouldn't, whenever this would happen, I would like respond to her and try to have a conversation. It was really fun. Yeah. I've been told I talk in my sleep, not often and not always intelligibly. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every now and again, I get a get on a good uh, murmur, <laughs> yeah, tear. Nice. As you are all heard last week, sleeping is one of the only t- sleeping is one of the only times that I don't talk, but uh, I do snore. So cool. And yay for spring! And yay for spring! I am so excited for spring. Yeah. All right, good times. All okay. right, so. Thank you, everybody, who contributed this week. And thank you for listening. If you'd like to become a patron, go to uh, patreon.com slash janejack, or you can go to janejack.com and click on the Become a Patron link on the right-hand side of the page. Oh, check out our Instagram. We actually are having a lot of fun there. That would be thebroadcasters3 at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at thebroadcast3. But I will say that our Instagram is pretty much where it's at right now. Um, If you are a frequent Instagrammer, please check us out in the live story because I feel like Shandy and Amanda and I are kicking ass in the the live story as well. Um, No big deal. Yeah, and NBD. Uh, yeah, so we're having a lot of fun with that in general. 
during, so one of her emails actually called us ASC and it made me want to change our Twitter handle because then we are only one letter away from AOC. And I felt like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, at ASC, that's like a typo away. Cool. Yeah. I Not like even it. close to each other on the keyboard, but. <laughs> yeah. She is great. She, she is, is great. Uh, anyway, uh, if you have poetry for us, if you know who Poet 13 or you are Poet 13, give us <gasps> Or if you have a theory. Or have a theory. About uh, who it is. Thebroadcasters3 at gmail.com or you can call us 331-276-2373. If you want to shop through the shop through the Amazon affiliates link, you can go to janejack.com slash Amazon, all lowercase letters, and that will help us out as well. Um, if you do become uh, choose to become a patron, we would super appreciate that. Um, and you'll get bonus content from us each month. And we uh, may be doing one live show a month for our patrons. Uh, we have to decide what the format would be. It might not be a live show like we always do, but you would get to witness all the freaking ridiculousness that is when we record an actual episode. Like, for instance, it's 12.12, and we started recording this at, like, 9.30, and uh, it's only been an hour and 50 on my garage band. So <laughs> there's been a lot in between. And if you are a patron at $15 a month or more, you could be privy to what that is. But whatever happens in the $15 a month or more stays in the $15 a month or more. So <laughs> just going to throw that out there. But yeah, okay, that's all I've got. Uh, does anybody else have anything else? Nope. Nope. All right, cool. Shandy, we're glad that you're back alive from the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. I mean, you know, not super glad to be back, but super glad to be alive. Yeah. And that's glad fair. to have gone and... Yeah, hopefully yeah, go back glad. soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just glad. It's great. Just glad. Yeah, just, and Amanda, yeah. you will yeah. be very. I think you might be excited to know that Zachary's new favorite song from Hamilton is mm -hmm. the Skylar Sister song. Yes, and he literally is like, "Play the Angelica Eliza song." <laughs> and I'm oh like, "Oh my god, Zach, get ready, get ready. We're gonna have some sing-alongs this you time. You will so, rock yeah. out." He'll ask for the Angelica Eliza song, and then he'll get super excited when we get in Peggy. It's really cute. <laughs> and adorable. All right, it's Peggy's song, too. Yeah. <laughs> Peggy's here. All right, Peggy's here. What a wonderful surprise. <laughs> Peggy, hold my beer. <laughs> All right, on that note, my name is Khalid. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Peace out, guys. Goodbye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bye.